I do love you. I've tried to forget you, but no matter what I do, your face is always on the tip of my tongue. Now let me stay with you. Ramada, I want to be with you. I want to hold you. I want to meet your parents and pet your dog. My parents are dead, Doctor. My dog is... Alrighty, you Dark Carousel Podcast fans, we are back for another episode, and this number episode would be eight. So now, I proudly give you, with the drum roll, Snags. What's going on, failers? This is old Snaggy Poos here. How are you guys doing on this lovely day? Oh, hello, everybody, to Dark Carousel Podcast, where Podcast. we talk about everything and anything horror when it comes to paranormal and a lot of different things because we had each Oh my God, I can't stop talking. Boom. Just kidding, guys. Welcome to Dark Carousel Podcast, episode eight. eight. So excited to have you guys. Ohio urban legends. And not just Ohio, the Ohio. Yeah. And there's only one Ohio, and yeah. we are living in it, and we found out last night. That we have so many crazy yeah. <laughs> fucking urban legends. And you want to get to the point, mister. Now, what is it? What are you trying to tell us? I'm trying. I'm trying. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Ohio urban legends. You know, there are a lot of urban legends. Like in, I think, Mexico, you have the chupacabra. And then in Texas, you have the, the flaming horse, which I'm just totally kidding on that part. Or Wendigo. Or the Wendigo. I don't think that's in. I think that's in Australia. The Wingo took my baby. Windingo. The window. The window to the wall. To the wall. Ohio took my urban legends to my balls. But anyways, <laughs> okay, guys, welcome to Dark Carousel Podcast, where we love spooky stuff and we love talking about spooky stuff. And here we go on Dark Carousel Podcast episode eight. Here we go. <laughs> episode eight. Episode eight. Urban legends, guys. There are a lot of talks stating from, you know, the 1840s to all the way into modern times. There are crazy facts about Ohio that you should know. Yeah. And you should. The best thing about it is it's real. Yeah. It's real. So with this today, with the Ohio Urban Legends, uh, we got a few of them we're going to read to you. Um, Again, this is strictly just facts that we're reading off the internet before you go any farther uh, mr sweets did you guys give us the polls for bigfoot and yeti because i'm thinking that somebody somebody out there and the only reason why i'm doing this is because it's episode eight now and we're past you know episode seven i think i think yeti is gonna win no i don't know man i think no. episode seven went way uh, it did a complete circle, and then right before it was about to complete that circle, it shot up to the left and went up to went over to Nebraska and hung out there for a little bit. But I really do think the Yeti really. What is your problem? <laughs> so yeah. So needless to say, the Yeti won. So today, again, we are going to be talking about some of the urban legends of Ohio. Um, most of these things we're going to be reading are short and sweet. So again, and then just kind of. Going over that, and then I'm sure after we get done reading a few of these, we'll go on and ramble about some other bullshit. We know who you are. So, uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I think you should go first. Okay. I got number two. Okay. Well, the first one on the list. Dun, 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 dun. The history of Utopia. Once upon a time, in a small, unincorporated community, was one of the phalanics, or social communes, established in America. In the mid-19th century, Utopia was founded in 1844 by Charles Ferrier, 
a Frenchman who believed that the world was about to enter a 35,000-year period of peace. While the utopian society idea of the town failed, a spiritual group still held secret services in the town's underground chapel. Mm. Well, that is kind of creepy. I mean, if if uh, here's the thing, dude. If I don't get a fucking sound effect while I'm while I'm reading, dude, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Well, guess what? You're gonna have to get the fuck over it because I didn't do one for you. That was that was. So oh, I have my phone. That's right. But anyhow, and then today, along the banks of the Ohio River in Claremont County, you will find what's some to be considered to be a ghost town. Although the town is still home to some residents. Mm. So, with that being said, so, that's uh, that's a pretty wild urban legend there. But is it still there? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it says it's still there, but there's it's a ghost town though, and there's only a handful of residents that still live there. So, meaning it's like you go there and like you better get the fuck out. Yeah, like some creepy guy staring out, and that's in Claremont County. How far away is that from us? About an hour. About an hour? I think we should... Um, I don't know. I really want to go. Uh, Yeah, we pull up. We're getting shot. I don't think they have guns. They have... This is like the Hills Have Eyes type shit. So, yeah. I'm going to bust out the GoPro. No. You got to charge it first. Here, here, turn my phone thing up real quick. Your phone thing? Yeah. All right, there you go. Uh, okay, that might be a little too loud. Well, why don't you just play it? We'll find out. Okay. So, this is that? this is my sound. How about you just play it? Hit the play button. You did. Okay. The Butcher of Kingsman Berry Run. Kingsbury. Kingsbury. No, there ain't no Kingsman, it's Kingsbury. Has known as the Cleveland Torso Murder. This is an unidentified serial killer that murdered and dismembered at least 12 victim, vi- victims from among the homeless in Cleveland, Ohio. Many of whom remain unidentified to this day. Pitcher is the first victim to be Identified, which is a young man. Mm-hmm. Recent suspicions suggested that the butcher may have twelve, have twelve, or have th- the butcher man have traveled, traveled, has traveled west, and was also murdered. Was a murderer of Elizabeth Short, the Black Dahlia murders. You know what? Here's the thing about this. <laughs> it ain't right to just go off and just kill homeless people. I'm just gonna hack somebody in half. Makes me feel the better. Tor- the, I mean, dude, that is fucking crazy. That's like, that's like some terrifier shit. I do terrifier. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna hack all you in half. They until this day, he's still at large and he may be dead, but that doesn't really give us a timeline of when this happened. I mean, the picture of this guy, I would assume probably early 1900s. Um, and I think his name was. Uh, doesn't really, it doesn't really give us a name on who this fella is. Okay, they haven't caught him. His name was Edward W. Um, so this was not 1931. Oh, he's dead. He, oh, he did. He, he did. He did. He did. He did. But that that is one of the victims. And then Elizabeth Short of the Black Dahlia murder cases. Ugh, those cases are fucking crazy. Those cases are absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I know if you all, if you're into like you know dismembered body parts and looking pictures like that, there you I mean, go. It's 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 that'll it's, be up your alley. It's really remarkable to see something that a, a, a true human being can do to another human being. 
there's just some people out there that they, they they're crazy enough they actually think it's art. Oh god, dude, I can I can hardly hook a fucking fish on a hook. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Up next on the Urban Legends, the Circleville Letter Writer. Sounds kind of weird, doesn't it? There you go. This is your song. Oh, I have a song too. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's like a little upbeat. Okay. The small town of Circleville and the people of Piqua County. Oh, Piqua. That's not too far from us. Began to encounter what some might call a real life form. Hang on. A real life. What the hell is that? A real life A from Pretty Little Liars. Okay. I'm just reading what this thing says, so don't fucking judge. Experienced the late 70s when thousands of individuals started receiving personal, mysterious letters about their lives. The letters were written in block style and contained vindictive, violent, and vulgar material. Mm, One of the letters' recipient's husband was murdered, which was believed to be connected to the letters, and the letters continued even after a suspect was placed in prison. Ugh. The letters continued to arrive in residents' mailboxes, both city officials and the average citizens alike, until the late 1990s. So this is just recent. The writers, the writer was never revealed. Oh, I mean, just just to think, someone sending you letters that are so accurate on your life, on what you're doing day and day and day and day out. They're sending you these mysterious letters, and then people are also getting murdered from it? What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm trying to tell you that this fucking dude is shit, batshit crazy. And this was in Piqua. Piqua from here is about 53 minutes away. How about you know what? Shut the fuck up! I don't want to. Well, again, yeah, Piqua's not that far from us either. And... Again, that's the thing that I'm noticing with a lot of these urban legends. Majority of them are pretty close to us, man. Yeah, I mean, dude. Be the, careful. We might become a part of one. I mean, this one right here. That the we're next. About to, the next one, dude. I don't know. I think the the urban legends when it comes to Ohio. I think, I, I, dude, I'd love to hear about other people's shit. Like, hands down. But on to the next uh, urban legend. Mm-hmm. The abandoned coal mine, mining town of Moonville. And you didn't even read the title. Oh, I'm so sorry. The Legend of the, Moonville. The Legend of Moonville. The abandoned coal mining town in Moonville in southern eastern, well, southern, southeastern Ohio was founded in 1856 when the Moretta and Man. Cincinnati Railroad ran through the area woods. One structure of the town that remains today in the in this <laughs> today is the Moonville Tunnel, a haunted tunnel where legends has has it the ghost of the man who killed instantly who was killed instantly by a train passing through the tunnel, wandering along the track bed near the old tunnel at night. Today, this historical tunnel tunnel is popular by hiking destination. Okay. Well, well, I mean, it's, I mean, okay. It's like the same thing of like haunted roads. I mean, looking stuff. at the pictures, you can tell it's definitely a, a thing that's still traveled because it's got a lot of 
I mean, this picture here we're looking at is taken in the fall, and you can see like it's got a good clean path where hikers still walk through and check yeah. it out. But but it must not be too haunted because it looks pretty worn. Like people do it every day. So well, that's that's the thing. There a lot of people like I used to go to haunted roads when I was like like a teenager and stuff, and nine times out of ten is illegal. Majority of it's illegal to go on those roads because it's trespassing and stuff. But when it comes to shit like this, it's like, how 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 do you think it's haunted? Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's a supposedly an urban legend, legend of Moonville in uh, southeastern Ohio and uh, Vinton County. I mean, dude. Again, guys, if you haven't read, if you haven't listened to our podcast, dude, our literature is um out of the. It goes up and down. Yeah, it's out of the roof today. Um, <laughs> fucking Eugene the Mummy. <laughs> this one's an interesting story. Okay. I, I enjoy this one. Well, find me a good tune then. Uh, a good tune? Yeah, for this one. Okay. All right. My little next story here is Eugene the Mummy. Are you ready? Yep. All right. The small town of Sabina, known as the Eden of Ohio, was once home to Eugene the Mummy unidentified dead man who became an unusual roadside attraction and was displayed in the town for more than 36 years. People came from all over the country to see him, but was never identified. Today, Eugene rests in a grave in the town cemetery. The headstone reads, Eugene, found dead, 1928. <laughs> That's it? Buried, 1964. That, how the f- How is that an urban legend? That's, that's just a fact. They found a dude. They let him be displayed dead for a while. They buried him. Done. Folks, I, again, I don't make these things up. I'm just reading off these supposedly legends. Urban now, legends. okay, so with an urban legend, before we go any farther, do you have any urban legend stories that you've heard when you were a kid? There used to be a ghost locomotive that used to go past my grandmother's house when she was a child. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't the Polar Express. I stole that. I stole that from Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have no fucking urban legends. Hell, I mean, I'm many, not that old. Urban legends are done when you're old. I remember 1966. I'm not wrong. Yeah. No, I ain't that old. I, ain't. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to get to the point, mister? Now, what is it? What are you trying to tell us? Yeah, what are you trying to tell us? Read the This time, read the fucking headliner. Number there. six, the history of Rogue's Hollow. There you go. Thank you. From the tales of the haunted mill and the crybaby bridge to the shaking graveyards and the headless horsemen, Rogue's Hollow is one of the Ohio's most haunted areas. It's Ohio's very own version of the Sleepy Hollow. And most Ohioans... Don't even know it even exists. Like many, what's that say? What? Many rules. R- many small rural towns. Rural towns. Yeah. Areas and small towns in Ohio. Rogue Hollow was once a thriving coal mining village near modern day town of Doylestown, mm-hmm. Ohio. Rogue's Hollow was actually once. A place notorious for outlaws and gangsters to hide out. Shootouts, robberies were common here. And these continued until the early 20th century in spite of the town crooked... The town's crooked reality. Crooked reality 
and the peculiar peculiar tales, creepy things continue happening here. Sounds like crybaby. Sounds like uh, sounds of cry, crying babies at night, shaking grounds at the graveyard, ghost sightings continue to haunt the hollow, and the visitors that dare to explore. Now, to get on the subject of Sleepy Hollow, I mean that shit's fucking crazy. Which is Sleepy I, Hollow? I love is that in, movie. That's in New York. Yeah, but I still love the movie though. But dude, that is that is one of the remark that like I think. What is it? Ichabob Thornton? Ichabob Crane. Ichabob Thornton. I'm thinking Billy Bob Thornton. Ichabob Crane. Dude, that movie with Johnny Depp and Christopher Walking was phenomenal. Yeah. Fucking the bleeding tree. Mm -hmm. Dude, that was fucking amazing. Yeah, and his horse Daredevil. Lordy, lordy, lordy. That sword was badass, too. That sword was fucking Dude, I would love to have a replica of that and hang it in the studio. We need to. Dude, I wish you guys could see our studio right now. It is getting fuller and fuller. It's getting there. It's getting there. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's getting there. On with the next one. The Legend of Helltown. Now, this one is... I've I've tried to search for this place, and I I heard that it is really hard to find. Mm. Helltown in Ohio. Well... Here we go. The once thriving small town of Boston Mills eventually turned into a ghost town. Mm. Today, some people claim that the government actually closed the town after some sort of chemical accident that caused the citizens to mutate. And some people claim to have actually seen disfigured, mutated people still hiding in the area. In reality, the historic town of Boston Mills was acquired by the U.S. government to make way for Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Yeah, they say this town is, um, it's 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 crazy because um, the town itself. Well, I heard it's gated at the main road. It is, but you have to walk. Yeah, you have to walk. And I heard the walk, even to get to the town, it's, is a pretty good it, distance. It, it's, it's a couple miles. And when I had a couple friends when I was younger, in my early 20s, um, we tried to go find it. And we ended up close to... Mansfield. Mansfield, and then we couldn't find this the entrance anywhere. So since we were close to Mansfield, we were like, "Fuck it, let's go to Mansfield Prison." Yeah, and it was like seven o'clock in the morning, and the gates didn't open up until eleven, and we weren't going to stay there until eleven o'clock. So we just took some pictures, got a flyer, and bounced about three hours back to lovely Dayton. <laughs> <laughs> Dayton. Alrighty, the next one on the list. The next one on the list is the haunting. Of Waynesville. Okay. Within Wayne's Township, Warren County, you'll find a village, Waynesville, which is about five miles away from my house. Yeah. It's, what's that say? It's a quaint, quaint historical town with populations of approximately 2,834, but it is rumored to have more than 30 haunted places. This seemingly normal small town is actually deemed the most haunted village in Ohio by author Chris Woodyard. Woodyard. Yep. Of a popular haunted Ohio books. See, but they're not really giving us good like details. No, no, and that's the bad thing about these. But at least we're educating you all a little bit. And if you guys want to go look them up, look them up and get in depth with them. We're just we're just giving you some quick profile of this shit. Man. Waynesville is actually it's it's quite it's, it's like it's a decent quiet town. Not too bad. Yeah, it's, it's small, kind of, it's quiet. Like a farm town. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, not bad. Next on the list, the lizard man. The lizard man. <laughs> this is the one that you originally wanted to do, dude. But I fucking love I this it. one. 
<laughs> We've been making fun of this actually all day. Along the Miami River near Loveland, Ohio, legend has it that there lurks a man who looks like a lizard or a lizard who looks like a man. Yeah. Depending on how you look at it. Of course, the 1970s local residents and a policeman reported sightings of a strange lizard or a frog man throughout the years. What? Occasionally, Occasionally, sightings along the river have been reported. Dude, I'm telling you, I my vision's blurred because you're fucking fog. I'm sorry. But no, uh, so you imagine you're bumping cords again. I'm sorry. You imagine being along a fucking bank, fishing. Mm-hmm. You hear some voice walk up. Hey, bad. Can I get a light? You turn around and there's a fucking lizard. <laughs> this lizard man. What the fuck? It's like those little lizard men from like Star Trek or something. Yeah. I mean, that'd be some weird shit. And honestly, I'd be like, uh, look, hey, uh, yeah, let me go, go, <laughs> go to my vehicle here. Let me get you that light. <laughs> let me let me, let me me show you something real quick, ma'am. Yeah. I look back and lizard man's dunking his nuts in the river. Number 10, the legend of Elizabeth Grave. Okay. This infamous legend starts in Mount Union, Pleasant Valley Cemetery in Chillicothe. Yep. Uh-oh. Chillicothe. <laughs> The off the beaten path rural cemetery is a home to the chilling Elizabeth Graves. Few people take this road less traveled unless they are in search of this particular grave headstone, which is supposedly moves itself in front of the cemetery after visitors visitors move it back. Ooh, that'd be kind of creepy. Mm. This is also some of the dispute. About which headstone is legendary, Elizabeth's grave, which is often spelled Elizabeth with an S, not a Z. There are two Liz's in the cemetery with detached headstones, one of which is pictured above. Okay. Okay. Regarding, regardless, Elizabeth is said to haunt the cemetery because she hung herself from a tree in the area. And it's likely unhappy with visitors moving her headstone. Well, why the fuck would you even try to move her headstone? Well, well, let's debunk that motherfucker. Dude, put some fucking cameras up. Let's get caught up in the 20th century here. Or 21st century. (laughs) Shit, I can't even think what century it is. But what I'm saying is, if someone's moving headstones, that's illegal right there. But why would you do that? I don't know. Let the dead be dead and let them rest in peace, And if they want to move, let them move. They haven't moved in fucking years. Yeah, they're stretching... They're stretching legs. They're fucking getting blood back in your circulation. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. On with the next one. The legend of Gore Orphanage. Oh, Lord. This legend starts and ends with Gore Orphanage Road. According to Weird Ohio, there once was an orphanage along this road in Vermilion, Ohio in the late 1800s. Supposedly a mysterious mysterious fire burned down the orphanage. An old man, Gore, lost his license to run an orphanage. So a new orphanage was never built. Today, brave explorers have reported distant screams of children in the area, as well as children's handprints mysteriously appearing on their cars. Dude, Dude I'm telling you right now. If I'm chilling at my car and I'm up in that area and it's late at night and all of a sudden some handprints come up on my windshield, shit, dude, that's like that's like that's like the fog, the movie, the fog, like some, yeah, I don't need that shit. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. My cigarette lighter gets popped in and Barney starts playing and shit. Mm. Damn. 
All right. What's next on the list there, sir? <clears throat> the center of the world plans. Mm, center of the world. Did you know the center of the world is actually right here in Ohio? Well, kind of. Actually, Ohio is just home of a small community named Center of, of the World, which is most people didn't know about. It is once planned to make a community of significant economic e- economic center. Today, it's just a humble little town founded in... On a bizarre legend. <laughs> That's not a well, f- yeah. Okay, back to this crap where we don't make this... Th- we're just reading off <laughs> what we're seeing legend. on this list. And this is an urban legend that's bullshit. What is your problem? My problem is... This shit's getting stupid. It's getting stupid as fuck. Alright, this next one, number 13. The Deadly History of Ohio's Witch Tower. Alright. If you love exploring all these are the abandoned things and haunted in Ohio, you may have heard about the Witch's Tower hiding in the forest near Dayton, Ohio. But... The true story behind this curious structure has changed over time. More commonly commonly known as Lookout Tower in Hills and Dales Metro Park, this castle-like structure in Kettering has been subject to numerous urban legends throughout the years. And while it's certainly not Witch's Tower, or not certainly a Witch's Tower, sorry, it does have a deadly history. The real story involves a tragic death of Peggy Armisen in May of 1967. 16-year-old Peggy and her boyfriend sought shelter in the tower during a storm. Lightning struck the tower, killing Peggy and leaving her boyfriend badly burned. You can keep going. That was my phone. Whoa. Settle down over there. Throwing shit. So, with that being said, I'm looking at the picture of this tower. If they're inside... Oh, they're in Kettering. It's really not that bad. How how did they get struck by lightning if they're inside? It was probably an open, like, castle-looking thing. Like up top. Well, again, according to the picture, it looked pretty pretty structural. Stone. I mean, the lightning go through the stone, blow some shit up. You get some shrapnel. <clears throat> I mean, more details here. Well, I got off that page, Mr. Sweets. I went on to a urban legend that is very well known here in Ohio. Coming from AstonishingLegends.com. October 21st of 2018. You ready for it? Mm. I want you guys to Google this. The Ohio Grassman. The Ohio Grassman is a legend that... <laughs> Colt 45 <laughs> Yeah. The Ohio Grassman has always been talked about for the past, for the nearly like 150 years. Like dating back to like 1869. They describe the being, which is later known as the Grassman, hairy, a hairy creature that stood at a struggling nine feet tall. And here, Uh-oh. he sounds like a contender for Bigfoot. Now, listen, now that's the funny part. The Grassman is quite similar, similar, similar to the Bigfoot based on the descriptions alone, as it's large and hairy. It's a hairy creature. However, the behavior and the habitat set apart the typical Bigfoot lore, the grassman seems to be largely eat t- eats tall grass. In fact, that's where Ohio grassman gets his name. It's weird. 
The grass man is often seen around farms, especially eating tall grass such as wheat. Perhaps the reason it is particular to Ohio, which has quite a bit of farmlands for the past like 150 years. When sightings first started beginning, Ohio was quite unpopulated and there was plenty of water and plenty of shelter back then, you know, early like 150 years ago. Even the game of hunt. I mean, there was, there, there, there was always something. But the grass man eats grass. So it's like a, or an herbivore. <laughs> the One of the most famous sightings was back in 1978 at the Evelyn and Howell Clayton home. The family was enjoying a quiet evening with their children and grandchildren and a few friends. While Evelyn and Howe were relaxing in their homes when suddenly their children and a few of their friends came screaming through the door, apparently scared to death. They told Evelyn and Howe that while they were playing outside, they came across a monster in the gravel pit. Unsure of what to believe the fear of children, so they pair headed a pair headed outside and saw the creature covered in a dark dark hair, and it was about seven feet and around three hundred pounds. <clears throat> when 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 asked, Evelyn said the grass man simply stood there, although she hightailed it out of there as fast as she could after quickly quickly witnessing it again, quickly witnessing it. So it was just like a. Uh, a brief look and fucking bounce him. <clears throat> so, this would not be the last time the Claytons would see this creature and reportedly saw it many more times. Sometimes they would see, a, a, like, would s have a simple smell. They would smell, like, strong rotten eggs and shit when it would pass through. They never reported anything again. Ever. But, the image above, which they don't really have an image. I don't know why they, they would even say that. But the the fact that we have a grass man, that is terrifying. A seven foot tall, three hundred pound. He, he grass still man. ain't no match for my Bigfoot. I don't know. Bigfoot's man. champ. Get over it. Yeah, Bigfoot is no. He is the he's, he is the he's champ. Just, he's he stinks. He's the champ. Uh, obviously, <clears throat> your dude stinks over here. Fucking grass man stink. Well, yeah. Well, what about the fucking you know, the fucking uh, what is it, the Frogman? The frog man. Look at that shit, man. Yeah, he's <clears throat> he's still swimming. The frog man. In Loveland, Ohio, a four-foot room rooms at the marsh on its hind legs, at least is what locals say. Yeah. You know. And he asked for this a is dated back in the nineteen fifties. A businessman claimed that he seen a a a, a frog man. Along the Little Miami River, he had a pole in his hand. He was he, cane he fishing. Was fishing. He was fishing. Yeah. But the most recent reported was 2016 by Sam Jacobs. He was playing Pokemon Go in August of 2016. You down there on the bike trail? He was walking on down the bike trail, and he said he he crossed a train track to the banks of Lake Isabella, which is not too far. You drive mm -hmm. to that 275. Yep. He spotted something strange. And it says in quotations right here, we saw a huge frog near the water. Not in the game. Obviously not in fucking Pokemon. Mm. This was an actual giant frog. He should have threw his thing and caught him. <laughs> a little Pokeball? Yeah. Then the thing stood up and walked on its hind legs. I realize this sounds crazy, but I swear on my mother's grave that this is the truth. Well, 
Not sure if it was the frog man or just a giant frog. Either way, I seen I have never seen anything like it. Ever again. Dude, this shit right here makes me want to go look for the frog man. Well, be careful what you go, you know, looking for. Because sometimes uh you might find it. And the Frogman might have a family now, and uh, you never know, dude. It might be Donatello. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's waiting for his pizza. <laughs> pizza time. I mean, the legends of Ohio, man. They go on and dude, on. It, even then, though, like stuff that I've actually seen though myself, that's pretty wild and creepy. Is definitely Mansfield Prison. Yeah, man. The pictures and the stuff that we went and we saw and we got to walk around. That place is badass. Oh yeah, that place was phenomenal. I mean that. Yeah, I can't. It's under. It's just so amazing. On and it's huge too. Oh yeah, it's massive. I mean, it's like seven stories tall. The cell blocks were. I mean, it was crazy. And then to see how small <clears throat> the cell blocks were, you could barely lay down in these things. And two guys were crammed in these things. Mm-hmm. And it was just amazing just to see all the the stuff that they had to go through. Their shower houses. Their medical wing and just it was just wild so if you ever go and you want to check out mansfield prison it's definitely a crazy oh absolutely and okay so parts of ohio close to like west virginia border and stuff Mm -hmm. mothman sightings were found yeah you know the mothman is probably through my eyes the most famous one since i live in that area of you know ohio and stuff but the, I don't know if you guys ever met, uh, read The Mothman Prophecies or even watched the movie The Mothman Prophecies. A lot of people think that this creature, man, alien, or whatnot, was not of this world. This person thing was communicating to people and letting people know that these tragic events are going to happen. Like the, um, the Ohio Bridge collapsing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just how people were dying, the sightings of them, the drawings, everybody's drawings were so accurate. And then in, I think it's Portsmouth, uh, West Virginia, I believe. Mm. No, it's Point Pleasant. I'm sorry. West Virginia. Um, they have that, that statue that represents the Mothman, mm. but it doesn't dude. It's just the, the, the fact that it's like, it's gray and white and it stands, you know, fucking like six to seven feet tall and it powers over and has these giant wings and stuff. You know what, you know what it is? So he can door dash. He can door. (laughs) It's no, it's, it's fucking Jeepers Creepers. It's the, it's, it's our version of the Jeepers Creepers. Mm -hmm. I mean, anything's possible, you know, but again, I think he's door dashing. He's door dashing. And the dude's got the wings. (laughs) He's picking up orders and he's quick. He's got a five star rating. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he's never late. He's always on time. He's always late. Yep. Now, another thing that uh, I see on this page is the Cedar Bog Monster. The Bog Monster? The Bog. B-O-G. Oh, the monster. The Bog Monster. Bog Monster. Where's that located? Uh, in Urbania, Ohio. Oh. So it's not too far from Dude, there. I'm telling you what, there's it's a all couple. Close. There's a lot of Urbania stuff that has a lot of problems. Yeah. Um. The bog monster, let's see. There's a lot of smoke there people are breathing in. Yeah. Um, it started off in like 1942, and there was a seeing a large, hairy, ape-like creature in the woods. Here it goes again. It's fucking, fucking Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Dude, all the names. Bigfoot. Comes it's, back to Bigfoot. It, it, it all, okay, what about this? You, he's a celebrity. 
the orange eye monster at Charlie Mills Lake. Orange eyed monster was Bigfoot just getting shined by a flashlight. This one is not. So in Mansfield, Ohio, for over 50 years, the orange eyed monster has been seen in 1963. 1964 and 1991. That was an inmate that escaped. Probably was. He was probably huffing that flocka. <laughs> the <laughs> the monster said is said to be 11 feet tall and much taller than any. That's how he got the orange eye creature. He went through that shit pipe, and it is a <laughs> thousand pounds in girth. Jesus, that's a big dude. So many eyewitnesses in the cause. For the monster hunt, many residents believe that the work due to the old hermit waving a pair of bicycle reflectors on a stick. Mm. They're saying that's what it is. Mm. Um, Hell, dude. And there's been sightings about 70 miles away from Mansfield in Cleveland. However, the animal decided to move to Mansfield. This is what... He hopped on a Greyhound bus. Probably. You know, he came from Cleveland. Um, you know, he was traveling alone, and one day, you know what? He goes, I'm putting my roots here in Mansfield. In Mansfield, Ohio. That's what about the know. giant salamander crosswalk? Oh, God. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting crazy with some of this. I mean, there's some of the stuff in here. Or Bessie. And instead of Nessie, it's a Lake Erie Loch Ness Monster. Um, This thing happened, you know, exists. This story has been existing for a little over 100 years. Honestly, over 200 years. Um, it is about the the length of like Nessie, but this one's about 20 feet long and doesn't really say much about, um, Bessie, which is B E S S I E and Lake Erie own Nessie. And they said it is taller than a, they say it's 20 feet, but then also says right here that it is a 38 foot uh, creature. Long. I mean, it's probably a snake, a little snake. Someone released their little pet snake. Oh, here we go. This one's number nine. Devil monkeys. Devil monkeys. Mm-hmm. They're straight out of hell. No, this is actually shot of Portsmouth, Ohio. <laughs> they came in on a <laughs> the ship. The large gray creature was with long arms, a short tail covered in hair, was spotted by Miss Debbie Cross. Her reports say that the monkey-like creature came out of Wizard walking on his knuckles and had a flat, round feet. Again. Sounds light. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot gets around. Dude, this is a fun one. The Phantom Kangaroos. Phantom <laughs> Kangaroos. You know. Speaking of, sp- you know what? Kangaroos. What the fuck? <laughs> this shit's getting out of hand. What the hell? Getting out of hand. Now, dude. I. I mean, enough with the urban legends, dude. Yeah, it's time to move on. Aliens. Aliens. Bring it on with a do no uh, You got rid of it? I took that one off. Well, shoot, dang. Yeah, I took that one off. I, I'm slowly, I was upgrading the board, putting different shit on there. And Mr. Sweets. Wow. Do you believe in aliens? I believe there's some shit out there. Like get, what? Something. Uh, other human other human races or types <laughs> like us. Because, dude, the galaxy is just too damn big. And there's too many other galaxies out there just for us to be on our own. But again, I just think, again, like the government does, likes to hide things from people because they think that the public can't handle the truth on some things. So that's why they come up with movies and stuff to slowly introduce people. That way, if it ever does come down, and you do run into these motherfuckers, you ain't as scared. So they're slowly bringing it into our lives. I think they are because, again, there's a lot of things out there that is unexplainable. The pyramids are the biggest one of them all. 
Pyramids are... Stonehenge is another one. And, oh, man, they, and there's a lot of conspiracies about Stonehenge. Like it's a portal or... The, well, it, but this, I'm just talking about this. The con, even without that, I'm talking about just the construction alone. Mm-hmm. They were saying technology during that time, that it was impossible for the weight to get those stacked the way I mean, they those were. Those blocks were probably about the size of this room. I mean, they're huge, but and people the, the they try to they try to debunk it. And there was this, there was actually a group of guys that went out and was making these like sandstones and shit. They were making these tools like these. Not well in our time we would call them cranes, but they were making these. I don't know what you want to call pendulums. Yeah, just different things that would be back in that era yeah. when that was roughly dated. Like something like a catapult, like something like that they could wedge under and use, you know, leverage to lift these things. But they said no matter which way you went, it was impossible. They these, say that Egyptians were like three or four feet tall. They were tiny people. Well, Egyptians themselves, though, didn't build the pyramids. They had the Jews build the pyramids for them. But even then, though, what I'm saying is, even back to the, if you want to go back to the pyramids, the stones themselves, they said they moved them on logs and ropes. and Which I can understand The that. slaves were pulling them, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing, though. Even then, though, scientists, they've proved it on theory. The angle, they had to take these stones up. It didn't matter how many people they had. There was no way they physically could have done it because these stones just weigh too much. <clears throat> so how do you like on the hieroglyphics? I was talking to um, our lovely sister and his wife about basically on the hieroglyphics. There are giant people. A lot of people think that there are giants roaming the earth. Well, again, I think back in the day there was more of them, and I think now it's limited down. Because there's even been stories of the military running in to giants, giants supposedly overseas. You ever seen Hellboy? <laughs> it, well, that's what I'm saying. It's just there are there are a small breed that's left supposedly, and I, it, it now we're getting into conspiracies. I'm down with that. I love conspiracies. I hate them because make you ninety percent of them are just people's opinions, and yeah. And then only again back to conspiracies though, ninety percent of them also, if you dig deep enough, go back to political bullshit. Yeah, and that's something we we stray on this. We don't we don't. Right, we're, into, we're not gonna we're not gonna go that route. Yeah, we don't go into political or religious beliefs. But again, I do believe yes, there is something else out there that has helped mankind throughout the centuries. They don't give you too much, but they give you enough to get to the next century. I think there's something... Because have you noticed within just these last 30 years on how fast we've evolved with technology? Yeah, it's scary. Because if you look back through history from, like, we'll just give an example, from 50s to 60s, I mean, there were some cool things that came out. Yeah. But literally, from the late 80s all the way up till now, the major jump... Yeah. Woo! I know, I know. And then, like, when, like, 1940s and 50s, like, when they started coming out with, like, neon signs, like, neon... You know that shit. That shit's crazy as fuck. Plasma. Well, tell you the dude that's gonna really see a major jump. That's gonna give you that biggest jump of all. It's Elon Musk. Is Elon Musk? Yep. That's some. That dude. He's creating shit faster. He's than, artificial intelligence, dude. He's straight up. I don't think he's from this planet, honestly. That, that dude. That man creates shit faster than you can even think. And he he has created today's technology in through his eyes in like two years. Just in the past five years, he's grown significantly, and he has shown us 
improvement. Guys, we're going back to the moon. And not only we're going to the moon. See, that's another conspiracy. We're yeah, but dude, that that's that's proven fact. We're NASA is shooting people to the moon to build a base, and then that base is going to be home to several astronauts to help launch to other help missions. Help yes, help launch other missions to Mars. We've landed on Mars, not humans, yeah. not yet, but Just rovers drones. and drones yeah. and shit. Yeah. But what's next? Mm-hmm. What are we trying to accomplish here? Well, we got to we're reaching out to see how far we can go. I mean, Elon Musk shot his Tesla Roaster up in space in 2017. The first ever SpaceX launch that was very successful. Those rockets came back and landed perfectly right onto there. Since then, we've had several explode. Yeah, there were there were a few that were that failed. But that's, or that's the purpose of testing. Yeah, I mean, it's not failing; it's learning. But the biggest thing is well, the funny thing with that though is between well. Between Elon and Virgin, mm. are both competing. Virgin's already booking like the first civilian flights into space. Yeah, that's crazy. How are you <laughs> going to book something if you ain't even got it ready? Well, the the what's the the NFL player that had the gap in his teeth that did the the news station? Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. But him and a few other people yeah. launched up to space. Mm-hmm. And there's videos of it launched up to the tip. Top of our atmosphere, yeah. floated for a few miles, and, and then, then came, came back, back down. Yeah. I watched that the other day. Well, it's like when William Shatner, they did the same thing with him. Dude, it's crazy. Why? Like, the fifth element. The fifth element. It's it's going to happen. Mm, yeah. I, I mean, mean, we're building buildings taller than... I know. And eventually, there's going to be levels of... Um, well, that's just going to show you levels of society. Levels of society... The higher wealth, up you go, the wealthier you show, are. Yeah, I mean it's like that movie. Um, oh, what was that movie with Matt Damon? And he has he has like cancer and stuff. <laughs> Bless you. And uh, he has oh, what the hell is that called? But he had to get this cure that was on this giant like um, space station. Mm. So the only way he can do it, and this cure cures everything. Yeah. And only way to get it is to be wealthy and go to the top. Yeah. So he does his thing. And dude, that movie is brutal shit. Like when he takes a grenade and you see this dude's fucking face just blow. Oh, it's, it's badass. It is fucking badass. Um, I forget what that movie's called, but that's such a good movie. See? Dark hair, so we're random. Yeah, here we are. Conspiracies. Huh? But dude, urban legends are conspiracies. Ohio is apparently, they're urban legends. I mean, they're they're all right. But the frog, we got fucking here in Ohio. We got the Loveland Frog Man, the Lizard Man, Grass Man, and apparently Bigfoot. They all represent Bigfoot. Bigfoot. And then we have Mothman and <laughs> a bunch of crybaby bridges and stuff. Yep. I think the most craziest time, and this is and this is not even a ghost story. It started off as a ghost story. So it was me, my brother, my two cousins, which were like 14, 15 years old, and then. I had another cousin, which was like 16, 17 years old. They were both young and stuff. And we were like, well, we're of age. Let's go take the kids out and go do a scary road. So we went to this road out close to um, Eaton called Weird Road. It's all 503. Not too far. It's in Gratis, close close to Gratis. Well, it is um, in the middle of July, and we drive out to Weird Road, and it is 11 o'clock at night. We get to this road. 
and we pull in, and the only there's only one way in and one way out. We didn't know the reason behind it until the end of the story. So we go, we go all the way down. We drove about three miles around this dark. It's not weird road. It's um, fudge road. I'm sorry. Weird. <laughs> don't laugh. Don't laugh. Weird road is in Trenton, Ohio. Milk, milk, lemonade around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so fudge road in um, Gratis, Ohio. We were driving to it. We turned onto Fudge Road, and it's about two mile road. And then eventually it ends at this bridge. But at this bridge, there's stone walls that you can't get past. So we get out. You know, we hear a few things like things moving in the woods and stuff. Well, then we start noticing this light off in the distance. But again, we can see the entrance of the road. All right. So this light pulls in, and it starts getting closer to us. We're like, okay. So let's get in our car and fucking bounce, because apparently on this road, there is an old woman that chases you, and then she flies past you, and she disappears. Cool. So we get in the car. We hightail out of there as fast as we can. We're fucking flying. The car ended up getting behind us. How the fuck did it get behind us? Because there's no way this fucking car got behind us. So we're driving, and we get around this bend, and my brother Bobby stops the car like a fucking idiot. Why are you honking your horn? I said, Bob, there's a fucking car behind us and it's coming up quick. Come to find out, it's two police officers. <laughs> they pull us over. And they make us get out of the car, mainly me and Bobby. And they talk to us. They ask us what we're doing there and they're like, you can't be here. This is owned by one person because there's only one house on that road. Mm-hmm. One person, one person early. They call the cops on us, and you need to get the fuck out of here. But here's where we got in trouble. There were two. There were well, there. There are three minors in the car. Mm. One was like 13, one was 15, and one was 17. So they had to call the police officers. Called their parents, and we were never, ever allowed to hang out with them alone ever again mm. and we got in some big old trouble we didn't get no trouble like by the law or anything yeah. we just told not to fucking come back because it was trespassing we didn't fucking know that well they need to put a sign up well they did we just drove past it we thought it was just for like an attraction thing that's but, rude yeah but again guys urban legends of ohio urban legends it's not really a fun super fantastic episode but you know what you got some facts <laughs> you got some urban facts yeah and we can't help it. Yeah, that's just what we researched and what we saw. And and it, some of them weren't the greatest. So again, guys, it is what it is on that part. You ever seen a grown man naked? And again, this is Dark Carousel Podcast where we're always spooky and we're always trying to figure out ideas on how to talk about subjects. You guys Got need to <laughs> You guys need to message us on Dark Carousel Podcast on Facebook. If you want to get a hold of us, talk to Mr. Sweets or Snags on Facebook. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of episode eight. And don't forget, guys, we love scary stuff. See you guys. See you buddy.